on this episode of Tripod, we are doing something a bit different. Our company recently received some publicly shared feedback that we were practicing cultural appropriation by using the word tribe in the name of our podcast and video series. Well, we discussed the matter internally and ultimately decided to keep using the word. Tune in to hear how we dealt with the council culture issue when it came calling on our very own company, right after this special message. On-demand recruiting is an hourly service that we offer where our recruiters work as an extension of your business, helping to fill your positions by finding top talent. So on-demand recruiting is there to address issues in hiring when a company is experiencing a lot of growth, when they're having some seasonality changes where they may um, temporarily need to expand their recruiting team. You maybe have a new line of business or a space where you're expanding your business and you need to bring in specialty expertise to help fill those niche roles that your internal team may not yet be ramped up on. Proactive Talent's on-demand recruiting solution is uh, quite different from um, a lot of the other models that you're going to see in the, in the workplace. Whereas you're going to pay a contingency recruiting firm, typically on average around 20%, sometimes up to 30% of the first year salary of the person that you hire. And in that same period of time, you'll spend less than a quarter of that with proactive talents managed on demand. For more information on Proactive Talent, visit them online at proactivetalent.com or click the link in the podcast description. Hey, Jim, you got a second? Uh, yes, I do. I was on a project call and totally missed the tribe call. Ooh, you missed a good one. Oh, man. Okay, details, details. Well, it, uh, it started off like this. I looked at even Urban Dictionary, right? Urban Dictionary, which is a, uh, you know, if it's going to be a derogatory term, it's going to straight up tell you. The top definition for tribe on Urban Dictionary is a group of friends that become your family. The people that will be there for you no matter what and who you're guaranteed to have a good time with. Although people may not understand how close they are and their relationships with each other, it doesn't matter because they all understand it and love each other. That's... To me, like I can, I couldn't describe our, you know, our, our group any, any better than that. Yeah. I am sorry. I missed that. It's all everyone was talking about on Slack. What did you have to say about it? Uh, well, my opinion, uh, was, was, uh, what did I say? Uh, yeah, I said this. Jim, what, what have you found? My take on it is that, um, if we were to change it, would be to bend to council culture. Mm -hmm. Things that are offensive today are, were necessarily offensive yesterday. And if we were to change something today because one person was offended, we'll be changing something forever. Like for example, at one point, people were saying that milk was offensive or racist at one point. Uh, Rutgers were saying recently Rutgers University was had this story out about how they were changing their grammar rules because the grammar of proper English was somehow racist and offensive to people. Um, Trader Joe's recently had some backlash about changing some of the names of their packaging because a high school student uh, got a petition together of fellow high schoolers to petition that Trader Joe's change the names of its products. 
initially they said yes, but then they thought about it and said no. Plus their customers thought it was kind of silly. So I didn't, it, I, I don't see this as a, um, a hill to die on, so to speak. I don't really see it as something that we should change. And I think that if we were to give in to this one complaint, uh, that we're just setting ourselves up to change things on down the road. You know, at one point the name Karen wasn't offensive. <laughs> now if you call somebody Karen. Name. <laughs> yeah. Right. So if if you if you say if if you know somebody named Karen, other people might think you're saying something offensive to them. I mean it's like it's, a, it's like a never ending thing. And Courtney chimed in as well. She had this little bit of wisdom to offer. And I was just going to add, not only from a historical perspective, but from a psychological and sociological perspective, which is sort of my space and will to your end, you went and looked at sort of history and things like that. And I went to psychology and sociology and I said, what is the, the norm there? And tribe and tribalism are absolutely um norms within those language components and it has nothing to do with specifically cultural definitions it's much more about um belongingness and and having that community and so for me i i understand the perspective um around the 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 person who you know originally shared the tweet like i get what where her mindset might be, I'm not um, dismissing it, but I don't think that actually as a collective whole, we as society have actually claimed that word as being culturally, you know, cultural appropriation, that in fact, it is used more broadly than that in a lot of different ways to define units of people. Um, so for me, I, I, I definitely land on the side of I don't know that we need to change that because I think we do use it explicitly as, you know, the word is intended and defined and sort of generally accepted from a larger population perspective. Okay, so I think I'm missing something. Tell me again what set off this controversy. Well, it was this Twitter thing. Well, uh, you know what? I'll let Will tell. Yeah. Has everyone has everyone seen sort of the tweet in question that kind of brought up this conversation? <laughs> on Essentially, is it, it was on the day, or it was like within the, a couple of days of us launching the podcast and then the newsletter going out, um, an influencer in the space who happens to be a competitor, keep that in mind too, um, from a content production standpoint, tweeted, recruiting agencies, just so you know, we're not using the word tribe anymore. That includes your newsletter, your podcast, or anything. We're just not. Speaking on behalf of all, I guess, angered individuals of the PC world. Um, and so, you know, I didn't notice until somebody sent it. And then I kind of responded like, well, you know, kind of respectfully disagree there. And wow, like, you know me. If you had feedback on our, our naming, like, maybe you could just talk to me about it. I might be able to, you know, that might be more effective than trying to publicly, uh, publicly humiliate your competitors. So where was everyone at on this? Same page or? Uh, well, yeah, for the most part, the conversations went went like this. So I did I did originally um, when it first came out because I was kind of like in that presence of, you know, they're canceling the 
Washington Redskins and change those names and all that kind of stuff. So I was like, okay, well, let's let's dive into this some more. Um, and, and yes, there are differing opinions out there, but it's it's few and far between. It's definitely not uh, an overwhelming like, oh, you should not do this. And in fact, um, doing more research, I kind of disagree with the argument that you should not do this. Like, I actually think that it's completely acceptable to use the term tribe. And as long as people are using it in the right context, and I have yet to find a single company out there that's using tribe in the wrong context. And that means like I went to, I found a real estate firm that's here in Austin that called themselves, or I'm sorry that they're, the word tribe is in their title of their company. And they have a tribe page where it really talks about the fact that they are all uh, one unit working together for a collective goal. And that's basically what the definition of a tribe is. It has nothing to do with a specific Native American tribe. It's tribe is a group of individuals. Um, and so I, I started really moving from, yeah, we need to really have a conversation around changing it to we embody exactly every definition of what the tribe is. We communicate as if we are a tribe. We talk about it in all the right ways. Um, and we don't do it anything negative around the, the opposing views of when people would use tribe. And so for me, I went from, yes, we should do uh, upon research, I agree that we actually should keep our name tribe and still stand true to every aspect of what a tribe is and what we do um, with that title and that response. I don't know that we need to take it that seriously. I feel like she just dive bombed a, you know, criticism against a competitor. I mean, I think if to your point of having a little bit more messaging around it, just like a sentence within the about us, but I think to, mm -hmm do a whole blog post. It just makes it bigger than it should be. So it was pretty much a done deal? Uh, not, not really. I have mixed feelings about it. Um, first off, I feel like if one person, you know, thought this and felt the need to tweet about it, then that means a lot of people are thinking it. And maybe we're not being clear enough in who we are and what that means to us, especially when this is a word that is used very interchangeably between like a group of people with a com under a common goal or a family or network. And then the other side is an Aboriginal group of people. There's a very anthropological tie to that word. And if we're going to use it, we should probably like have a blog post no. like you were saying about it and really explain and really drive home a lot uh, what that means if we're going to keep up this word that can be misinterpreted, then we have to put into the work to really constantly drive what it means to us. Wow. Okay. So what was the final verdict? Are we keeping the word tribe or not? Um, good question. They're like, it just, it's, it's whenever you find these like-minded people that are doing the same thing together, like it just, it's the word that comes up. Right. But I, you know, given the times we're in, I think, there might be there might be a responsibility for companies that use terms that can be misperceived by certain groups different ways to um, explain their use and what it means to them. You know, I think it's it, it's a it could be a worthwhile effort, uh, but I you know definitely want to get everybody's. I want everyone to be on the same page and agree that it's worth going there because it does open us up to critique. But if we feel good about how we think about our use of that word we should be open to criticism. And here's the thing too, we've already put out pretty loud and clear what our views on cancel culture are and the dangers of cancel culture, right? So people know that we're not, 
full on, you know, uh, a, a full on progressive, like let's overly PC the world thing. And we are big free speech uh, uh, proponents, right? Like they know that about us. And so free speech is not dead yet. Okay. Yeah. After that, we pretty much just talked about our, our client projects. On demand recruiting. Oh yeah. Employer branding. Recruitment marketing. And talent attraction. And of course, recruitment optimization. Otherwise known as doing more with less. Well, who doesn't want to save time and money with their recruitment processes? Especially these days and times. Dear listener, if you have any feedback concerning this or any episode of Tribe Pod, we would love to hear from you. Reach out to us via email at tribepod at proactivetalent.com. Operators are standing by. Also, just as a FYI, in that very meeting just shared, we had the idea of converting the recording of our meeting into the podcast you are listening to now. And this is how that conversation went. Yeah. I think that would be really cool and really transparent mm-hmm. and vulnerable, right? And then you could we could even end it, you know, you could even have a, a section of that podcast where you interview me. Like I founded this company. I started that here. Like why? What was the meaning behind that? And how does that relate to our model of a company and how we see ourselves and each other? You know, that we get together for these retreats each year to form those bonds back together and work on our collective you know uh sections of our company and and uh, that affect us all right like that we confide in each other we depend on each other right like this is why that word just just made so much sense for us and that it didn't come from a place of exclusivity it came from a place of inclusivity mm-hmm Jim's like going, okay, this, this line right here is going into the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> How about that transparent? <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs>